Welcome to Stroke, the Art of Mental Stimulation. When we touch subjects at depths that most people aren't willing to go, you know how we do it. We keep it really raw, honest, transparent. We don't hold back. And oh yeah, we go there. Of course, on the mic with you today, you know you have D-Love. And you know how I do it, man. I try to get on this mic. I try to explain things in such a simplistic way that even a child could get on here and can grasp and can understand. And I also try to break things down in such a way where the person that you perceive as the highest on the intellectual totem pole could resonate. You know, we try to talk about these real life experiences and break them down. These experiences that people think they're alone in and maybe don't think other people deal with it as well. You know, we try to break it down and give people comfort, possibly some healing. You know, let them know they're not alone. And, you know, that's how... That's how I like to do it. What do y'all think of this little beat, man? I think I'm a DJ in here. I try a different song almost every time, a different beat. Eventually, I'm going to have an intro. An intro that's just for the Stroke Show. But until then, you know, kind of been playing around a little bit. But I want to say I'm so happy to be on this mic. Man, I'm happy to be on this mic. And I know you say, I always say that, but I'm usually always happy to get on this mic. For the week It's like a dump But my soul I get that release And You know I never thought I'd be in love like this When it come to this mic I am love <laughs> D-love But man Today We're gonna talk about a subject that I wanna be honest and say This wasn't even a topic That I was gonna discuss today But God put it on my heart God put it on my spirit so to me, that means is even if it's one person that's meant to receive it, you know, even as if it's a small group of people who's meant to receive it, my job is done. So today, what we're going to talk about is what I like to call diamonds in the rough. And my definition of diamonds in the rough are those individuals who, you know, do the circumstances around them, their brilliance. Is hidden in plain sight You know These remarkable individuals They come from like All different walks of life Very diverse backgrounds sometimes It could be a person that's in Low income environment It could be a person that's in the boardroom And The common denominator with these people Is they're yearning for Profound fulfillment These people are the people that You know They always want more They always want more You know, they're going through life. They're going with the flow of life. And, you know, they see everybody around them. You know, everybody around them is doing one thing. Everything that's inside of them, they don't see anyone around them doing it. You know, everything that's inside of them, they don't see, you know, anything that adds up in their environment that says it can happen. You know, that's the person I'm talking to. You know, you daydream about what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, you think so big. But then when you look at your surroundings and you look at your circumstances, you say, you know, nah, that's too much. I can't do that. I can't do that. No one in your family is doing it. You don't have a friend that's doing it. Within a 10-mile radius of where you're at, no one's doing these things that's inside of you. So you're thinking that's too big for you. That can't be for you. 
you're not thinking that's the vision from God. You're thinking that's coming from you. But it keeps coming. It keeps edging at you. It keeps egging you on and on and on. Like every day you wake up and it's on your mind. It's like there has to be more. When you're talking to your group of friends, you know, you got your friends, you know, they may be partying or having a good time or drinking and you find yourself in situations where you should be having fun. Well, you should be ecstatic and you should be good. And you're just looking around. It's like, I feel like I'm, I don't belong here. I feel different. And that's not saying you're better than anyone. You just got this feeling like there's more, something else I, I am supposed to be doing. That purpose is screaming at you. And I know I have talked about this before. I always talk about purpose and I always talk about dreams and I always talk about, you know, everybody's purpose is tailor-made or everybody's vision is tailor-made. But God put on me today to specifically get down into the life and thought process of these people who are living these lives, okay? I say your circumstances, everything around you adds up to that's not my life, that can't happen. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to that person that's sitting in the boardroom, VP, executive, family owns the business, Everybody looking at you like you've made it. You're good. You know, you got money. You know, that's how most people calculate success or fulfillment. Oh, you got a lot of money. You're good. But yet you're looking around and you feel like you're drowning. You're drowning because maybe it's a family business and you never want to do it. But, you know, your steps were already laid out before you even made it to this earth. And you got something else inside of you that you feel like you should be doing that, you know, God's pushing you towards something else, a different purpose, and you feel stuck. I'm talking to you. <laughs> you feel stuck, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to that person who falls in the middle of both of those. You know, life's okay. Life's good. You're making it. You're not complaining. You're not missing anything. You're not missing a meal. Your kids are not missing a meal. But yet, you still got this feeling. You still got this thing that's eating at you every single day. But for some reason, you're afraid. For some reason, you're afraid to step outside of the shadows. And when I speak about these people, I can speak from personal experience because those people were me. That was my life. You know, growing up, I always knew I was different. I always knew I thought different. So I used to isolate a lot. I isolate to be alone with my thoughts and be alone and figure out in the dream, like, you know, one day I'll be here. One day I'll be doing this. And it just felt so big compared to what I was doing. And what I was seeing, it felt so big. And then when you have people around you that that's not, I ain't going to say conducive to what you're trying to do, but the conversations are not what you want to hear. You can bring up something or idea that's different. You try to, you know, put it out there a little bit. And, you know, someone may shoot it down because they don't understand it. They don't get it. But, you know, you don't see it like that. In your mind, they're not supporting you, right? You may have an idea and... You know, your mother may not support it. She may not understand it because, you know, certain people, they only see things in a certain way. You know, if they grew up a certain way, they see you work a job, you make a check, you do this, and they're not understanding it. And your purpose could be to work a job. Your fulfillment could be somewhere that, that's higher reaching than where you think you are now, and you just can't see yourself getting there. Because, you know, one reason or another, you may judge yourself and say, I don't have the money. I don't have the education. I don't speak well. You know, people in that industry or that's doing that, you know, they're more polished than me. They have this going on more than me. 
You know, they have the resources or whatever. So, you know, we come up with these excuses to keep us at bay. And today I call you out. Today I'm calling you out. That's what I'm here for, to call you out. Diamonds in the rough, it's time to step outside of the shadows, stop making excuses. Whatever you are holding inside could be something that's stopping some type of progress in this world. God, when he mapped this place out, he mapped this world out, and he mapped life out, whatever position you are supposed to play, to you maybe small or too big to reach or whatever, that could be a vital piece to catapult your family, the world, who knows, to the next step. Who knows, man? So it's almost kind of selfish for us to kind of sit back and don't do what we're called to do. When you think about it, it's almost kind of selfish, man, but, you know, you're the person. If you think everyone around you don't understand you, don't get you, your family, uh, your family tree's not looking good, maybe you're the catalyst. Maybe that's supposed to be your position, your job. Or maybe you have an idea that, no one's ever done before, and you're afraid to put it out there. You know, you're afraid to fail. You're afraid to be imperfect. You're just afraid because you think someone else is supposed to do something first. You know, you're afraid of that type of attention. You know, you're more of a background person, but you know what God requires of you requires you to be uncomfortable and step outside the shadows and be on the forefront. All right, you're maybe you are supposed to be the trailblazer. Okay, think about how many things that we have in this world that would not be if it wasn't, if it wasn't for a person that did it for the first time. If it wasn't for the person that was called crazy for the idea of doing something different. You know how that go. Anytime, you know, someone does something different, you know, people have a lot to say. Oh, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. That won't work. That's, that's, just, that's just how it goes until, you, until they actually did it. And then they actually did it, guess what? Everybody's cheering, everybody's clapping, everybody's on the bandwagon. You know, that's how it goes, man. But it's time. It's time for you to step outside of the shadows. It's time, man. Who cares how much money you have? It's time. Start with the money that you got. Uh, utilize other resources. Leverage your credit. Who cares your circumstances where you live? Who cares... What type of education you have? There's plenty of successful people that didn't even graduate high school. Um, I believe in higher knowledge. So, you know, maybe you're self-educated. You read books and you do things on your own. I mean, that's education too. And not taking away from the educational system, I'm talking to these people who use things like that as an excuse because I know people who see themselves as subpar because they don't have a degree or they didn't graduate. I'm talking about successful people. Like at the highest level, I know people who feel inferior and they're making six figures without degrees and they feel a certain type of way. They feel like they're always competing and they always feel like they're missing something. They're falling short just because they don't have that. So there is uh, what they say is more than one way to skin a cat, especially in this world. We're in 2023. So as long as you are always self-educating, you're always learning more, you're always searching for knowledge, whether it be in an educational institution or life, you do it on your own, you grab books on your own, you study on your own, you find a coach, you find someone that, you know, you like the way they move, and, you know, you're following on them, you're learning through experience. It's all higher knowledge, man. It's more than one way to do things these days. Uh, we all have a path. If your path calls for the educational system, Go forth. <laughs> I mean, you can't be a doctor without medical school, right? You can't be a lawyer 
without law school, right? So some things require that, but you shouldn't define yourself by that just because you're lacking it or just because you didn't obtain that. Like I got people who really like feel like, ah, my credentials are not good enough, but they're brilliant. Oh, my God, they're brilliant. They're so smart. They're intelligent. And to me, it's much more fascinating that they did it on their own. Hold a conversation with them would not be able to tell that they didn't have a degree or whatever. You know, can explain some things better than some professors I've endured. So we got to stop making excuses, man. Step outside the shadows. Do what needs to be done. If you don't have a degree, so what? Go educate, educate yourself in it if you need that skill. I mean, I don't care if all you have is a pencil and a paper, piece of paper. Guess what? You can write the plan down. Write the plan down. And guess what? When you go out and you find a little money because you say you didn't have any money, guess what you can do? You can start on step one now. You can start on step one. Oh, man, I don't have enough money to uh, move on to step two or whatever. Okay? <laughs> go out there and do it again. And guess what? You come back this time. Oh, now I can, do the, I can do step two. I can move on to the next part. Do whatever you can do with the resources that you have, what's available to you. That's what you do. And then who knows? Once you get on that step, guess how God works? You're on step two. You can meet an individual who's meant to open the door for you to move on to step, not even step three, to step eight. You can meet an individual to open a door for you, or you can move to step 20. You know, as long as God see you working, he see you stepping out of those shadows and actually putting in effort, he take care of the rest. You know, you never know what's going to happen, what's meant to happen. But one thing you have to do, you have to get in action. You have to get in action, man. You have to get out there and do it. You have to. And um, I want to talk to parents with these kids as well, man. I tell you, I used to sit in my room and think of all these things, write in my notebook. You know, my parents worked or whatever. And I, like I said, I isolated myself. And I, all this stuff is brewing in the room. Like half of the stuff I talk about today, this stuff been in me since I was super young. This is the stuff I've been thinking. My thought process was like this as a kid. So I don't know what you want to call that. Highly evolved. I don't know. What do you want to call it? But it's been there. And I, I remember the days wishing, like, I wish somebody would see me, man. I wish somebody would discover me. Man, I wish somebody would just see how creative I am. I wish someone would recognize my gift. I wish someone like a millionaire with a big corporation would come find me and, and just see what I, I mean, see what I got and, and put me in a high position in their, you know, in their business and let me do what I do. I used to yearn for that. I can remember the feeling inside. So that's why I'm glad to be happy having this conversation. I remember that feeling. I know what that yearning feels like, man. I used to pray, God, please, please send someone to see me. Let someone discover me or whatever. But how can they see me if I was, wasn't stepping, stepping out of the shadows? I was behind the scenes thinking this stuff. So we can have all this stuff going on in our head. We can tell people we're destined for success. You know, we're feeling real special and all that. But if you don't step out and take a chance, you have to take a risk. So what if you fail? Who cares? You took a chance at it. You know. Like what, so what if you don't have all the tools? You find them along the way. You start with what you have. You get moving, man. You know, we can't be making these excuses. But parents, getting back to what I was saying, if you have a child like that, pay attention to your children. You have a child that's different. Sometimes you may not be able to tell. You have a child that maybe go to themselves a lot. You have a child they're writing in notebooks all the time or something. Or you have a child that's taking an interest in any 
thing, like a serious interest. You know the kid I'm talking about. I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about the kid that just throwing blocks and just playing being a kid. You, you know. If you know, you know. And the people that I'm talking to, these uh, diamonds in the rough, you know what I'm talking about. They just taking this, you can tell, this extra time and effort, and they just always doing this thing, and they're always doing this thing. You know, pay special attention to that. Support them in that. At least let them try. You know, like, you might have a kid take a box of Legos and he's building entire cities and stuff, and he's obsessed with it. You know, he wants the next set, and he's like, I want to do Sim City, Like, he's into it. What if that's the next architect? Like, he's meant to own a big architectural uh, firm and change the whole life around. But, you know, we just, oh, he's playing with toys. He's doing that. You can tell that kid. You know the kid I'm talking about. Y'all know. That one that's just doing that thing. So imagine if you take that time to see that and you put him in position to actually hone in on whatever that is and they have a chance of being that version of themselves that's truly themselves and giving them the highest level of fulfillment. Imagine giving that to your child. Imagine giving that to the child. And for us adult diamonds in the rough, imagine your child seeing that. Imagine your child seeing you on the path to doing something that totally fulfills you, totally fulfills your soul. Now, when we do these things and step out, I'm not saying be stupid or whatever. You got life around you or whatever. We might have to take calculated risks. Like I said, that plan with that pencil and paper, write that down as a part of the plan. You know, you still have bills, so it's the way you have to do things, but you actually have to take the steps to do it. I mean, you're holding back for something that's, you know, vital. You're important. What you're supposed to be doing is important. Uh, like even if you leave this earth because we're going to leave someday, even if you leave this earth and you haven't completed the vision that's in your spirit or in your head, do you know you'll feel like you live one of the most fulfilled lives ever? You know, more fulfilled than a lot of people around you because you were actually on the path to trying. And guess what you leave behind for the people behind you? They saw you doing that. They saw you actually taking the steps in spite of what's around you, in spite of what you've been told in spite of everything, you know, they see you taking these steps. I mean, pull somebody up, pull one of those kids up, pull another person up and let them continue that family legacy. Seeing that, imagine everybody growing up, seeing someone around them, someone around them doing that, like actually taking steps to fulfill a purpose. How often do we hear talk like that? Never. You know, most people are caught in the cog system and going by the day by day. And, you know, we get stuck in that and we're not really doing these things that we need to do. So diamonds in the rough, I'm calling you out. Right now, today, you in those shadows. I see you. I'm calling you out, man. Step out. You can't do that anymore. It's time. Step out. <laughs> Let's get that idea going. It's time. Step out. Let's speak up about what we have going on. It's time. Stop keeping that thing hidden within you going with the flow. Let's have these conversations about it. You know, who knows who you're having a conversation with? That might be the person. You know, let's stop keeping it within and being so afraid. Some of us are so afraid of being successful because we think it'll hurt even more if we strive for what we deem as success and we fail. You know, we're worried about what people think, you know, how we feel. If you talk to most successful people or even fulfilled people, ask them how many failures they've had. And failures are really just lessons. So it's time. Stop making excuses. Whatever that thing is you're good at and you think about it all the time and I don't care how small you think it is or, you know, how big. I don't care the level of what it is. 
It's time. Step out. I don't care if someone has visions of, like I said, frying chicken every day. It's time. Maybe you got that special that special chicken, and your chicken is supposed to feed the people in Africa. I don't know. If it's in you and God putting it there as a vision and it never goes away, it's a reason. It's time. You're supposed to play a part with something in this world, and you plan it like it's small because you're afraid to be big. You're afraid to be big, but that's who you are. It's time. No more excuses, man. It's time. I don't care if you already own a business and God's telling you to do it one way, but you're doing it the safe way. But everything you ever wanted is in the steps that he's telling you to take, but you're afraid because you're comfortable. It's time. No more excuses. No more excuses. Being just comfortable with what you have right there, you know, because everybody's, you know, praising you and, oh, yeah, that's so good. All right. You know what in your spirit, that's not what you want to be doing. You know there's more. You know, a lot of people will question how you move when you're a diamond in the rough. Me, myself, personally, I've made some moves in my life. Ooh, and, and I've had people be, like, why, people be like, why would you do that? You were making good money or you were doing this and you were doing that. And they wasn't understanding it, that knowing in my head, you know, that voice. They wasn't understanding that. They don't know what that is for something to, you know, come at you every day. When I wake up, it's in my head, in my brain, in my mind. I still have it. And me being on this podcast, that's a part of the process right there. That's a part of me doing it. And the podcast wasn't my idea. It was my brother's idea. He wanted to do it. Um, it was so much not my idea that when he first voiced to me that, you know, he wanted to start a podcast and he was talking about it. That's the type of person I am. If you're around me, that's my gift. I like to help people fulfill their purpose, life coaching, business coaching. That's me. So someone around me, speaking of something like that, going towards their passion or fulfillment, I just can't help, you know, but act in any way that I can. I actually went out and uh, bought this ebook from this guy that's well-known with podcasting. You know, he makes seven figures from it, and I've been following for years. I actually went and bought the ebook, printed it up on, all, on, on paper, bought a binder, put him in the binder, and gave it to him. Like you say you want to start a podcast, gave it to him. You know, but once we started speaking and talking about different things and, you know, uh, we get in a, a tangent and a wave. If you guys have listened to previous episodes where we're talking and the way that the energy was flowing and the information was flowing, we came up with the idea like, you know, we should do a podcast together. And I never thought of it. I'm like, a podcast? You know, I always, motivational speaking is my thing. I always want to do that. So, you know, I was like, hmm, you know, that's talking, that's talking, you know, maybe stepping stone. You know, so, you know. So I, you know, I took a stab at it. I'm here, and I love it, and I never would have known. But sometimes when God tells you to move, because God prayed on that. God told me to move on with this podcast. That's the next step and what he has for you. You have to listen for that. That's the next step. So I'm totally uh, confident in whatever this podcast brings. It's taking me to wherever I'm supposed to go. But I had to take the steps to do it. Had to. You have to get, get to moving now, guys. It's time. Life is short. I don't care if you're 77 years old. Today is the day. All your life you've been having that in you. Now you got excuses. I'm too old. Today is the day. You've been knowing you're different. You've been hearing that voice. The clock's ticking. It's time. Step outside of the shadows. I don't care if you're 16. Because I was young when I realized. You're 16 and you've known since you were five that you were different. You've known since you were five you had a bigger purpose. You've known since you was five that these things were inside of you. So, yeah, we're in 2023 now. We have... 
five, six year old millionaires making money with just their cell phone or whatever. So it's time. It's no excuses. There's no too young. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. I don't have this. I like that. I come from here. Uh, my family would, would think that none of that is acceptable anymore. I'm calling you out. Everybody around you, if you know people like this, you tell them yourself. Hey, diamond in the rough. It's time. Step outside of that shadow. It's time to get to work. It's time, man. And I said I'm gonna keep you guys long. I keep striving for ten minutes, man. It seems like these getting longer and longer. That lets you know it's not me that's fueling me on this mic. It's strictly the spirit flowing through my body and delivering the message that God wants me to deliver. But before I get out of here, I want to share something with you guys. When I told you parents that you have these kids that have these things going on and you're just taking them as just simple. Your kid dancing all day and she's doing special stuff that most kids can't do or whatever. But you haven't put her in dance school. You haven't researched some stuff. You haven't found the dance coach. You haven't because of whatever avenue, whatever you're lacking. You're too busy, whatever. We got to take these chances to do these things. There's a way. You can figure something out. You can appeal to somebody's soul. You want me to reach out to somebody for you? Hit me up. I'm good at that too. I'm very resourceful. But I just want to share something with you guys before I get out of here. Um, I'm a writer. I've shared some of my writings before. Uh, when I was younger and I was in that place, at Diamond in the Rough Hidden, and I felt like I had no way out, I actually wrote something. I wrote, I guess you want to call it a poem. I was a teenager and I wrote it and I found it. And I said, I want to share it. Just to let you know, you know, how that child thought process could be or, you know, just give you a glimpse into that world that I was in. I mean, I had food on my table. I had a roof over my head. The lights were on. I never wondered where I was going to sleep. So, you know, I didn't have a bad life or whatever, but this is the place that I was in. And I'm going to share this with you guys for a second if you want to bear with me. Being confined to this simple existence is killing me slowly. Everything that could be wrong with a person's life is wrong with mine. I've hit rock bottom of the canyon of despair. Nobody recognizes that I'm down here, yet they are staring right at me. How do you have dreams of reaching the top when everyone around you is satisfied with mediocrity? How do you fight for your dreams when you were never taught to do so? What do you do when you think of giving up and those who you count on for support tell you it's okay to do so? Do you know what it is like to be ridiculed for being different or thinking outside of the box? My mind has been enslaved. The only thing I have to look forward to is intellectual freedom. Call me Kunta Kinte or maybe Martin Luther King Jr. This is clearly a dream. Imagine walking around all day pretending simplicity is enough for you and as soon as your true nature exposes itself, you're looked upon as if you bear the scarlet letter. I have to get out. But does freedom really lie on the other side? Until I'm able to meet you on the other side, step into my world. Welcome. Watch your step. And that was me as a teenager writing that. Me as a teenager yearning to be where I'm at right now. This stuff I discuss with you guys on this mic, this is the stuff that's usually in my head and my soul that I share with no one. I'm on this mic with total vulnerability and transparency while I'm here talking to you guys. And, you know, me looking at that when I found that, I was yearning for, for this. Way back then, I was yearning for this. I said intellectual freedom, huh? Is it really freedom on the other side? Teenage me, yes. The answer is yes. It's beautiful. It's amazing being here and just striving for, you know, what we used to think about at that age and what we used to talk about in our head in that room. You know, it's an amazing, wonderful feeling to be on the path of fulfillment that God has set before me. All right? With that being said, man, 
I'm not going to hold you guys up any longer. And you guys know what just happened to you. You just got stroked up. Make sure you subscribe. Bye.